0: What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Ristic Buddies podcast. As always, I'm your host, Hanser. Joining me, Jonathan. Hi, what's up? Mitch. What's up? And in the nether, our producer-son, Mr. Jack Che. Now, how's your day been, gentlemen? Is it okay? Someone was late for the recording.
1: There was an accident. He oh, didn't oh, delay wow. me, but you know, there was one. Not involving you.
0: <laughs> wow, you are but
1: that's what you are.
2: Yeah, wow. From birth, oof. oof.
1: You know, a lot of people actually think that.
2: Oh, oh. Same, same. Me too, me too. Hashtag me too.
1: <laughs> me
0: too movement. Me three, me three.
1: Wow, let's not get cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> this is the it. time where the episode ends.
0: Oh, wow. Episode 6. Good job, guys.
2: Yes. We lasted <laughs> this long.
0: <laughs> With that said, let's just uh jump right into... What have we been doing, Jota? I heard you are making a nonsense deck. So would you like to share?
2: Wow, are you ready for this? I don't. I don't think I have told me this right. The deck I'm making.
0: No, no, I don't think so.
2: Oh, uh it's lot of treasure horn. What? Oh, okay. okay. It's a Greek seas and one colorless. Uh when it's a ten-four creature when it enters the battlefield, I have to set two creatures. Give an opponent, uh the ability to draw two cards and I lose two life. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my new Voltron Commander, which happens to tie in with this episode's topic. Exactly. I, I, mainly, I mainly make it for my other playgroup because uh to match the power level, so I'm trying to down tune it. The
1: power level? All <laughs> oh, Ashling and ninety
0: nine lands. I can From hear. The,
2: face, yes. I
0: can. I can hear the moment you say that the card ability, the he his brain just fizzle out and the eye just start twitching.
2: Well, you know what's the best part? I'm running Grixis, but not running any tutors. Okay, no, 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 no. Wrong, wrong, wrong. I have tutors. My tutors are Fetchers and Godo. That's all.
1: Wow, Godo. Why do you always hurt me like this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey. I made a deck, I made a deck uh, under Pearl there because I actually made uh, like this Mono Blue, mono blue Flyers deck. that ended up being like, just, I don't broken. know, I, I, I guess it's not that broken. It's just I get very lucky. I somehow, apparently drawing like, 5 to 10 cards per turn, you tend to continuously draw by magic and that leads to a win. Uh, Who would have thought, am I right?
1: Wow. (laughs) Who needs a tutor when you can just draw your whole deck?
0: No mystical tutor, never mind. Just draw like 15 cards a turn. Easy peasy.
2: Wow. This is what we call a shortcut.
0: (laughs) But with that said, as Jonathan has spoken, today's uh, topic is about the Voltron. Or uh, in overall what is the voltron uh play style? now the that shout out to our producer son by the way this uh, idea came from him and it's mostly gonna be a series that goes on where we discuss uh multiple archetypes in cdh so today's archetype will be voltron now i could go to the edh wiki or read the show notes that was provided by the producer son uh, what is the definition of Voltron, a Voltron commander? But I think that's very boring. So I'd rather ask to both of you, John, what is your definition of Voltron? What would you consider a Voltron commander?
2: What is the definition of Voltron? Uh? Something that is essential to your deck's winning strategy, I suppose, which is arguably your commander, or combat damage, I suppose, which is 21, or 10 damage worth of infect.
0: Wow, I see. <laughs> If you didn't add the 21 combat damage, I will suddenly push Derby into a Voltron commander. Technically, the deck can't be without Derby. I need Derby to... Yes, uh, untie my gear trainer. Hey, trader.
2: but if you fling your commander at someone's face, it's technically still, you know, commander damage.
0: So if I technically, I lock the bot down, and then you yes. all just... I take infinite turns, I keep hitting with V. technically an infinite... I uh, technically Voltron. Just, yes. it takes very slow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, but according to the definition, not wrong. Uh. <laughs> hey, Voltron, uh.
1: The the definition is too overly complicated for me. <laughs> okay, wow. well, what
0: about you, Mitch? You are actually among us, you are the one with a Voltron deck.
1: <laughs> That's quite
2: true.
0: I guess, Raha, you can consider it Voltron.
1: I would consider it a Voltron deck because I do put some stickers on it. But basically, it's Cast Commander, stick thing, hit people, people die. <laughs> Sounds
2: awfully like your Godo.
0: <laughs> if you think about it, isn't Godo also Voltron? You stick, yes. the, you stick the sticker on Godo, and then you deal co- combat damage to win.
1: A... I But you don't deal damage with the original commander. You only hit with the original commander once.
0: Ah, uh, yes, I wow.
2: see. True, true. But it's essential in the strategy though. Like, you need to, it needs to wear the helmet.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, yes. Again, overly complicated. <laughs> For me, I would consider a Voltron deck very simple. It's a deck that is built to do 21 commander damage. By hook or by crook, you do 21 commander damage. That's what I consider Voltron. I For disagree
1: me, with you. <laughs> because, uh, I don't think Skittles deals 21 commander damage.
0: Ah, yes. Okay. 21 maximum and minimum 10 commander damage. Commander with air quotes.
2: <laughs> wow.
0: With that said, we have some a little bit of stats provided to me once again by producer son. I have been very lazy. Okay? So, in EDH Strike there is a total of 836 decks that is considered in the Voltron category, which is... I believe the lowest among all the archetype that is uh rated there. Hey, by the way. And you know what is the most popular uh commander for Voltron on EDH? Right? What do you think it is? Rafik or the many? Exactly. It's the Jeez. birthday boy himself. Oh. What do you think it is so soon. Today is his birthday and he is basically Rafik. And today oh. we are talking about Voltron.
1: Oh, brings back a lot of bad memories. Yes.
0: To be probably
1: fair. He's one of the better placed on decks.
0: But By that logic, right? you don't need to put any sticker on Rafik, you know. Rafik just did <laughs> one hour, the finest hour, and you are 21 commander damage. No, he sometimes doesn't... you need to conscript him. Ah, yes. Maybe you do. Just give him some extra oomph to send you go home.
2: Oh, nothing feels like Rafik swinging you because you have blue. That's all.
0: Ah, you yeah, have <sighs> blue. He probably beat 21 A. Hey, bye, guys. <laughs> With oh. that, uh, before we go, into further detail, I want to know what niche, what do you think is the strength and weakness as of Voltron as an
1: Um, For me, the main strength is that it's fun. It's just nice to I'm going to take out my commander I'm just going to put a bunch of auras or equipment or something on it and it's going to go big and beat people in the face. It's always fun to beat people in the face and look at them panic. Oh, I need to go and block this. Um, and it's also a fairly consistent game plan. Mm-hmm. You do two things. You get your commander out, you get stickers on it. So it's not overly complicated to play. So he, unlike a lot of combo decks, <coughs> Girok, uh, you.
2: Wow! 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 Wow!
1: Wow! If you've had a a nice long day, um, just take out a Voltron Commander. be people die. Finish.
0: Okay, you see that someone here after a nice long day wants to play Girok and feel happy about it.
1: <laughs> wow! Well, well, I
2: don't king shame here. the suffering?
0: <laughs> it's a safe place. We don't king
2: shame. Whoa
0: wow, wow, What, what about weaknesses? What do you think is the weaknesses for
1: Voltron? Um, it's overly commander-centric. So, like, let's say you have a situation where, uh, you need your commander to do stuff, and someone just sits there. I'm gonna kill that before you try and stick your boots on. You cast again. I'm gonna kill that before you cast your boots on. And then just keep doing that for a bunch of times. You're just sitting there. I need to accumulate, around like fifteen mana just to cast my commander. Well, wow. <laughs> I, I think I'm going like, to lose oh, this uh, game. <laughs> and, yeah, things like removal, bot wipe, it just feels terrible. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: It just, let's say people want to just bot wipe to get rid of it and it recast your commander for plus two. uh. And, on a personal level, I always feel like I only get to, even if I'm having a really good game, I get about two of the players and the third person kills me off. Ah,
0: oh, yes. Usually the case. Uh yes.
1: And, yeah, it the pro- one of the big problems with Ultron Tax is very easy for certain people to a hey, look at him. He's a big fat. The idiot <laughs> with the Rhystic study can say that oh look, the, the, his power is so high he just keeps drawing 50 cards per turn.
0: He can deal you 21 damage then silently drawing. As you put your sticker he just draw. What about look, you see the more stickers he put the more damage he's dealing then draw more cards. <laughs> 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 My favourite. Politics. What about you, Jordan? What do you think is the strength of
2: Voltron, to you. The strengths, uh, uh, I, I would say this as a preface to what I'm going to say. Uh, this doesn't apply to our playgroup. Like, the three of us, I mean the four of us. Uh, <laughs> to me, for my strengths, right, I think that uh, it's pretty good against bot wipes in general, uh, depending on the level, the power level of your playgroup. Because uh, bot wipes, they tend to cater to either a specific uh, card type. Say, for example, enchantment artifacts or creatures. And rarely do you have people Again, not us who <laughs> use Damnation to kill a single tu- single creature on the field.
0: Hey, look, if the are need to go, or pay 4 <laughs> mana for it to go. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, just pay 4 mana or for the Raph of God on Damnation just to get it off the field. Yeah. So this doesn't apply to us. applies to our other playgroups. Friendlier playgroups.
1: Friendlier SIBO.
2: Yeah. So I think in a C-Bow way... who that... are
1: still human inside.
2: <laughs> yes. So I think I feel that that's one of the strengths of playing Voltron is that uh it forces people into, sometimes, uh, into a very awkward position where they, have, they might have to expand their uh bot wipes. And even then, say for example, if they do use things like destroy all enchantments or destroy all artifacts, your commander is still in play and you still have time to get the 21 in. To The, me next, now, that's wave, much, you know. the
0: next wave of sticker, you may have gotten rid of one. here small. Here's more!
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is mainly I think is the strength of our uh, Voltron. So, uh, as for weakness, uh, what I said is uh relates back to what I said about uh power level as well. Because I think Voltron is too slow when you're playing against a uh, combo decks, which are, uh, you know just using a stack he xd. I don't need to use combat damage. I'm just gonna win you, like the typical Adnos. Then <laughs> yeah, actually, oh, actually I, if you just
0: just kill the Adnos player first, big brain.
2: Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: We kill the Adnos player first so the so whoever is playing bridge can win.
2: Wow wow, set baby hands. Wow. <laughs> because that's just me. <laughs> wow, can I cast Atnos? Sure. Next turn beat me. Why? I never do anything. Doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> you, have, you have black, you have Atnos. I don't I don't believe you attack. <laughs> wow. It's like
2: it's like on your end step I cast a uh, intuition. Okay, then I pass my turn, I'm dead. Wow.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: flashbacks.
0: Okay, for me, the strength in Voltron, uh, one is, two, it's cheap sometimes to build a legit game plan, like, it, the game plan, like what Mitch said, it's actually just very simple, and usually to make a Voltron game plan, unless you want to do it optimally, it's usually very cheap, uh, not usually very, la. it's just cheap in general, and I feel it's actually very beginner friendly, it's very easy to explain to like a new player coming to EDH, on how does a Voltron deck work. Oh, cast commander, stuff. beat 21, die. Oh, understand. Simple. unga boonga magic. Not very hard. Easy for people to understand.
1: I, I uh, kind of disagree with
0: you though, on the cheap part. I say usually, okay? It depends. Mm-hmm. In, in, <laughs> look, to be fair, the way we put cards into our deck, we are very specific, and most of them are not cheap cards. Let's be very real.
2: Hey, look at my new uh, Voltron commander, a eh? lot of treasure horn. It's
0: mm-hmm. so It's so cheap. You think about it, right? If you take out all your expensive RAM and just play subpar mediocre RAM, is won't your Raha be cheap?
1: My RAM isn't isn't even that expensive.
0: What? Um, isn't. Uh, Oracle Mutaya twenty over dollars?
1: Yeah, you know what? Some things are essential.
0: Isn't Traverse the Outland also reaching that number? It <laughs> is. Yeah, Traverse is I think above ten, but I think it's fourteen.
1: Wow, I need what? to look at my my car prices now.
0: <laughs> it, it does your yeah, that run Niktos? It doesn't run Niktos, right? Yeah, that you shouldn't
1: have. No, I do not have enough devotion
0: fair enough mm. I mean that that's for me yeah. la, I feel if you depending on what's the deck you make obviously this does not apply to every single uh, Voltron but if you want to play Voltron uh, spoiler alert we have a deck deck coming up and we managed to make it quite cheap and I feel it's quite reasonable and... spoiler alert <laughs> uh,
2: the later part, of our, later part of this podcast we are very boring people <laughs>
0: <laughs> and for me uh, the other thing is it's a smaller it's not that obvious, it's what I feel is, because how simple the game plan is, is, I feel it's easy to upgrade. You don't have to like, like, think so much into it. Oh, this enchantment is better than this enchantment. Let's say a new enchantment is printed, in black. it's an easy replacement. Or, or, just put better enchantments. Because the deck itself is very simple, there's not much involved in making a Voltron deck, sorry to say. So I feel it's, uh... Easier for you to make upgrades. Because sometimes I find when I'm making upgrades, let's say for, for my black and white deck, it's again, I keep forgetting the name of my owl. I find that I have... Move, moving cards is sometimes very difficult because I don't know, it's a decision-making problem. <clears throat> and lastly is the weaknesses. The, the weakness, it's, I feel it's expensive. Optimally, I think it's expensive. Let's be real, the good Voltron cards. Spoiler, Fire and Ice is not cheap. Feast and Famine is not cheap. Elthros wow. It's not cheap.
2: I Amazing, mean, is okay. like not cheap. More.
0: is not cheap. But these are what I feel good Voltron cards. Obviously, that is saying that you are playing uh, Artifact Voltron, which I feel is the most common Voltron. And I have the analogy for Mitch's, Uh, What's it called? Point. Which is what I feel Voltron is, right? Voltron is like Jonathan. Usually, what? he will get into third base, but seldom he gets to go to the home run. Wow, just wow, like Voltron. Wow, wow. <laughs> you, wow, wow. you kill two people and then the last guy will fuck you over.
2: Wow, wow. personal attack.
1: Wow. <laughs> it's me. Wow. Again, <laughs> and... that's why Rafik is so popular as a Voltron commander. Uh, I kill first person. I kill second person.
2: Wow, he's, a chat. he's a chat. That's what he is.
0: Exactly. He that, Look at him. The size. I bet he can get a home run right there. Wow. I bet I bet the big store he has is it, just equating wow. to his big shlong.
2: Rafik oh. of the many inches. Wow. <laughs> Well
0: wow. thing is, I find why the... I think the biggest weakness for Voltron is because half your deck is, in my opinion, like the enchantment or the equipment does nothing on its own. So, but you have to play them because you are going for the suit-up strategy. And, like, the problem with Auras and enchantment is if you don't have your commander, like what means you it you get killed multiple times or you have no creature to put, it's essentially useless slash dead cards. And that is also why the strength of Rafik is... As a Voltron commander, because he just need one card to Voltron you with 21 commander damage. <laughs> so, it doesn't really fucking matter.
2: Yes, nothing really matters in the eyes of Rafik.
0: <laughs> he just take his big schlong and just... Smack you. <laughs> Your no-no square don't work here, my friend.
2: Hey, talking about Voltron, the, the green worm guy is also pretty good. Huh?
0: Oh, yes. The, oh. the green schlong.
2: <laughs> green worm
1: guy?
0: Yeah, the one that I believe... uh G, I don't how great... pronounce his name. I don't know, the one that 10, whenever a creature attacks, you can, like, choose to fight it instead, and then if it dies, you draw a card. Oh, the... Grotama or something like that. Grotama. Okay. Or like that. Because, I mean, it's just because it's 10. But, okay, since we're at that topic, I want to ask you, John. If what mm-hmm. you think is, uh, what are you looking for in a Voltron Commander? What is it that when you see a commander, and you like, oh, this legendary creature can be Voltron, what are you looking for?
2: Uh, Built-in invasion, which a uh, lot of treasure Horn does not have. Uh-huh. Synergy with better plan, which uh, a lot of Treasure Horn does not have. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's quite reliable. Okay, uh, first is basically built-in invasion. Uh, synergy with uh, the things that your deck is going to do. Uh, one example would be Zog the Helm Smasher. Uh, on your turn, it's indestructible. So you usually uh, cast a bot white to clear the bot, and then you try to bring in command- uh, commander damage. And uh, the other way, which ties into the fact that, uh, can you get to twenty one fast? So for the goal, it only takes uh three hits to get to twenty one, and uh, yeah, that's pretty good. And then the last thing, the most important uh thing, qualification to what I think would be a good Voltron is, is their black?
0: Why? Why do you need black?
2: Oh, because you have all the tutors you need.
0: Oh, I thought you were about to say because I get Tinker Strike and they can give it in fact.
2: Okay, and, and that too, and that too. To hey, be fair, uh, a lot of Treasure Hunt does have that line, you know, pay one black mana, regenerate him.
0: Hey okay, Jonathan, wow. if you you're technically willing to pay $60, you can give it hit, you can put in hatred. And then that's technically 21 commander damage. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Our wow. producer son, you can't go around asking people if they are black. Well, root Jonathan oh, raised oh, oh, oh. I'm
2: talking about botron if does it have black? Not whether if it's black. Well
0: <laughs> look whoa, at this commander. Hey. Are you black? Question mark.
2: Whoa, whoa. see if it's black. Right, it answer so many things. Other decks are doing their own tutors. Play opposition is angel agent uh. whoa.
0: Maybe youropic is so powerful because technically he's black. That's whoa. why his shlong is so big.
2: Dotty the void the the Dottie card is also pretty good. The new one.
0: Oh, the one the the shadow one is it?
2: Yeah, 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 that's so good.
0: Yeah, let's not go off track here. Mitch,
1: what about you? What is the What are you looking for in a Voltron Commander? Uh, I'm pretty sure all of our answers are quite similar. I'm looking yes, at sir. the producer-san show notes and it's, I basically said the same thing as him. <laughs> wow, Why are you so boring? Uh, I, I mean, what else is there to a Voltron Commander? Eh, that is, <laughs> hey, hey, that is... You can't is say the, the most important part for a Voltron Commander. Being able to combo off without the Commander. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where's the fun in that?
1: Well, yeah, it's, it's the same three things. Protection, evasion, and damage. You need to be able... It needs to have some way of uh, defending itself, like Hexproof with... Uh, was it Uriel?
0: Yeah, Uriel the Mistalker, yes. It has
1: yeah. a... Uriel, some sort of evasion, like uh, Tungarth, or just really, really big damage. it's
0: like Tungarth really? Does, does the line is... Is it really evasion, though? Is it? I
1: mean, it only needs one thing to make it unblockable. So, it's kind of evasion.
2: Oh, yes, kind it's of. Evasion, 0. 0.5. Wow. <laughs> there, up, but not there.
0: Half an evasion?
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> okay, fine. Evasion, like, uh Skittles.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. See, flying, best evasion. Well, wow, oh. and it's
1: also have bestest damage. <laughs> Only it okay. needs half commander damage.
0: I, 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 I tried to go slightly different because the way I view Voltron is also slightly different. For me, one thing in Voltron that you cannot run away, and as much as you can uh, you want it is protection because how essential your commander is to the game plan if he can't protect itself or you have no way to protect your commander essentially is your game plan just flushing it down the toilet and the other one is what everyone said is just big numbers can your commander achieve big numbers easily or like Rafik very big numbers you will as you put sticker your number it gets even bigger so this is one and the other one for me personally, for a Voltron Commander, I do not like casting my spell. I hate casting my enchantment. I hate casting my equipment. I like to cheat stuff in. So, the more I can, if the Commander can let me cheat stuff and aura in, to me, it's a good Voltron Commander. Like, my, one of my baby that I have this mentor is my Bruna Light of Alabaster. It has evasion. Wow. It does not have protection. But what it has is a 1-cut, 21 damage in the form of intuition. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, intuition is uh, is quite expensive. But it is uh it's a one card combo. Uh I and I, I quite like the deck essentially because I cast one spell, put three enchantments. It doesn't matter what you put in my graveyard, I'll put in my hand, because Bruna will just cheat all the enchantment in and I'll give it double stripe, uh in protection for every colour and El conscript which just deals you 30 commander damage and just kill one person on attack. And it's very hard to interact because it's not a cast on your enchantment, it's a trigger ability. So you have to stifle the Bruna or kill the Bruna before combat. But, with, but with that said, so for this episode, what our mm-hmm. producer son requested of us is to b- make a deck that is un- uh, that is is so-called a Voltron deck. And you know the discussion of protection, evasion, big numbers. Apparently our producer gave us a commander that does not have protection. Does not have evasion. And I guess he has big numbers. So the commander we have is Tangraph, first mid. So, Mitch, why don't you read the card for our listener out there? Uh,
1: you just want me to read the card because it's a lot of words, right?
0: Yes, correct. I don't want to read it.
1: And hey, your okay. voice sounds
0: better than
2: us.
1: Well, let's push it. So it's uh, two generic uh, red and uh, green. Legendary creature, Minotaur Warrior. Tangraph first mate can't be blocked by more than one creature. <sighs> Whenever an opponent attacks with one or more creatures, if Tangraph is tapped, you may have the opponent gain control of Tangraph until end of combat. If you do, choose a player or planeswalker that the opponent is attacking. Tangraph is attacking that player or planeswalker, and it's a 5-5. I
0: would say first, I get the idea for Tangraph. I understand what they're going for. It's like, I cast Tangraph. I attack the... Get him to seven power, which is the magical number, cause the magical number is 7, 11, and obviously twenty one. So it's mm. three hit, two hit, or one hit. So get Tangraf to seven, attack the fourth player, and then you pass to the second player. He attack the fourth player with Tangraf, and the third player attack the fourth player again. Tangraf killing one person. I get it. Okay, so that was the idea of Tangraf, but the cut is just. But with that said, we we're not we didn't do this half as. Uh, we put a little bit of stipulation into the deck, which is we're trying to make the deck cost effective. Uh we will have the list uh for the deck uh in the description below. Uh but essentially we try to make every single card in the deck to be below ten dollars. I am not a big fan of uh what is it called? Budget commander in the sense that it's like $1, $2 cards only. I feel certain cards I feel is worth for the effect, uh worth the money. And do you guys see how much the deck is total cost?
2: That's pretty cheap, I suppose.
0: Do you see, Mitch, the total price of our deck?
1: I'm actually looking at the, the page and I I don't know where to look at it.
0: Uh... I will probably say the prices is currently based on 23rd uh, September 2021, TCG player. TCG player, if you're hearing this, you know, come and contact us. Uh, the deck costs about only $135.48, which I feel is very cheap for our Commander deck nowadays. our decks now are just super expensive. Uh the idea of the deck was we went for the aura build instead for the equipment build because in my opinion equipment are godly expensive and uh the and the what's it called? The enchantress, the, uh, the enchant sorry, the enchantment slash aura is a lot cheaper. We actually put in very uh cheap, like common uncommon aura, which is and which reduces the price quite a bit. And we use an enchantress shell as your draw power because we have the auras and because we're not playing equipment in red green right usually the card draw in red or green is, is not say bad but it's a little bit wonky but by having the enchantress engine running it allows to trade your uh aura into cards whenever you put on tangraph so if in my opinion is if let's say tangraph die the the feels bad moment is you lose your enchant all your enchantment but if you like stick sticker stick sticker then you keep drawing cards you can drink uh, drawing more and en- uh enchantment slash aura so when Tangraph dies, all the enchantment the drops. You cast Tangraph, you have already uh, Auras enchantment in your hand to put on Tangraph. And the last thing is, what we prioritise in this deck is we prioritise the word manners as the evasion because of uh, how it works with Tangraph. So Mitch, care to explain how manners and Tangraph work?
1: Um, okay. You actually caught me while I was drinking water. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Um. So since Tangraph's ability says uh, can't be blocked by more than one creature, and mana says needs to be blocked by two or more creatures. Uh, can't be blocked by one. Can't be blocked by, um, two or more. So it just becomes unblockable.
0: Essentially, it's free unblockable la. Yeah. So it it's resol- it solves the evasion, evasion. problem. Yeah, the ev- yeah. evasion problem of the deck. So with that said, uh, we have if you guys are looking at the our our what is it called our link, is on the Moxfield. Uh, if you group it under custom text, I actually. Has customized some text on what we deem the cards. So we split the cards into RAM, Card Draw, Remover, Voltron as in the Voltron Enchantment, Protection, and some miscellaneous cards to go along with the deck. So with that said, we're gonna start off with the RAM. So the RAM we put in is 1 Cultivate, 1 Fertile Ground, 1 Goblin Anarchomancer, 1 Harrow, County Heart Expedition, Kodama's Rich, Nature's Law, 1 with Nature, Rampant Growth. Oh, and this one shout out to which road and road slash ruin. This card I actually never I didn't know this card existed. Sakura Trap Elder, Skyshot Claim, Soul Ring, Utopia Sprout, and Wild Growth. So while crafting the ramp, uh, we when we crafted this deck, we were all on Discord call. I was pushing for more enchantment ramp because we are like I said, we are running the enchantress in the deck. So the enchantment ramp technically can equal can equals to a card draw. If you have enchantress in play, so if let's say you top deck like a uh, utopia sprawl at like, late game, but because maybe you have two enchantress in play, it results in two cards, so it doesn't feel so bad. Any specific... Oh, there's one specific, uh, and ramp air quotes that I want to talk about is the one with nature. So one with nature is a green uh for one green enchant creature. When enchanted creature does combat damage to a player, you may search your library for a basic land card and put that card into play. Tap then shuffle your library.
2: Wow, so, so good.
0: So you put on Tangra, he attacks, and you look for a land. You give it person. He attacks. You find another land, and then rinse and repeat. I I quite like the idea. It is quite cute. Anything you want to specifically speak on the ramage, I don't think the ram is there's much we can speak on. It's a thing quite yeah. quite standard.
1: I want to complain about Soul Ring still being a dollar eighty. Look, it's it. hasn't it been reprinted to oh,
0: every deck? Every deck needs Soul Ring. Okay.
1: Yeah, man. Hey. Uh, I don't think there's anything specific about it. Mm. I do think Goblin Anakomancer is a little bit weird given the, uh, we do have quite a bit of color stuff.
0: Mm. Really? Do we? Oh yeah, there are some okay here and there. But I like the uh, Anakomancer is because it turns two mana and shaman one, so you can on the same turn, uh, put like two sticker instead if only you can put one kind of situation.
2: Yeah, so it's basically much easier for our cantrips to go off probably.
1: I guess. Wow, it's that's again. the big frame play, you swing with a an Aquamancer and you swing with Tangraph. Then uh what? what do you call Ambercliff only costs four? Oh well, sorry you not four, it costs uh, three.
0: Wow, why wow, you so smart. <laughs> but with that said, uh we move on to the next one. So the this one is next we're going to cut draw. So the cut draw was essentially the, the main draw of the deck when because I spearheaded the, the deck create uh the deck building. I'm an Enchantress player. I love Enchantress. It's one of my favorite archetypes, so I actually push the Enchantress archetype. One, because I feel it's cheap. Two, is because I really like Enchantress. So with that, (laughs) said, Our card draw. Eidolon of Blossom, Enchantress Present, Escape to the Wild, Harmonize, Mask of Memory, Outpost Siege, Return Return of the Wild Speaker, Witchcast Expertise, Rook's Glove, Certessan Champion, Snake Umbra, Soul's Majesty, and Verduran Enchantress. What what do you think? For me, I, I'll i be very frank. I think Harmonize is just not there anymore. It's not the power that it used to be.
2: Too expensive.
0: I mean, it fits the budgetary requirement. It is cut velocity, which the deck, I feel, is quite low on. So I'm okay with it. But I quite like the idea Mage gives, which is the Mask of Memory and Rogue's Glove. Which is, essentially, the, uh, Rogue's Glove is a two-colorless artifact. Uh equipment whenever a quick creature does combat damage to a player you may draw a card. So what you do is you equip the equip the equipment uh sorry, equip the the thing on the creature and then you just beat with uh graph. So every player's turn they get the tongue graph, they draw the card. Actually, yeah producer sun put hunters inside. Choose target creature you control where the creature deal combat damage to a player play distant. But it's an instant though and it's just like distant. so it's just draw one card. There is a few ability I believe there's like six Sense and Keen Sense, which is the same ability. So, why do you choose like, uh, Rope's Glove over those Mitch? Mm. Oh, so be because we just never think of it when doing the deck.
1: Honestly, I don't particularly like stickers for me. Um,
0: oh, yes, you, yes. You
1: kill the, you just kill the the commander, but you lose the sticker and everything just goes away. At least with equipment. You stick it on. Uh, commander died. Well, just wait two turns or whatever to recast my commander, then just restick it again.
0: Okay, back to the conversation we had that night when we were making the deck. If, let's say, were you actually attacked knowing that the Tangraph player will give you Tangraph and they will draw a card out of it? Um,
1: I will attack the Tangraph player, obviously. Yeah, sure.
0: But I think at the end of the day, I think the card is fine. Like, if everyone is agree, like, hey, the fourth guy, he's like very dangerous, he has a rhystic study and whatnot. And we've got a all attack the guy. One whole round you can draw up to three cards I think that's quite it's quite decent. And with Mask of Memory you see six cards and keep three, which I think is actually not that bad.
1: But you know me. For threat assessment I see people drawing cards. I am that player the most.
0: I see. Wow.
1: Well Tangraph player is gonna go and draw three cards this uh this round cycle. Better beat the Tangraph player.
0: the other one that is the, a similar ability to that will be our Snake Umbra, which is a uh, 2 mana, uh, 3 mana sorry, 2 colors, 1 green, Enchantment Aura, Enchant Creature. Enchanted Creature get plus 1 plus 1 and has whenever this creature deals damage to an opponent, you may draw a card and it has Totem Armor. So what Totem Armor essentially is, if Enchanted Creature would be destroyed, instead remove all damage from it and destroy this Aura instead. So it's like a protection spell in the sense and it does the same thing, which is you attack with Tangraph, you draw a card. So, obviously, this is Christmas land when we pass the tongue graph around, everyone is just low XD, beat with the tongue graph, then just draw three cards. And the, the rest, I, I mean, let's be real here, is, <laughs> it may happen in, our, in other group, but it's not going to happen in ours.
1: Snake Umbra is wow. going to be a bit different though. Huh? Snake Umbra is the creature against the ability, so you don't draw the card.
0: It's oh, the really? Person. Yeah. Oh, whenever you do this damage to open a human, but is it... Oh, the, oh, it gives the ability though. But it's still worth it for the Total Armor in my opinion.
1: Yeah, Total Armor is real good.
0: Yeah, the Total Armor is really good. Protecting the thing. Again, I should really learn to RTFC. The other two will be... uh, Richka's Expertise, Return of the Wild Speaker and Soul's Majesty. This one is just generic draw power. Like, Dunklef is going to get big. 5 mana to draw 7. It's going to be good. And Rishka's Expertise is just going to be even better. Draw 7 card. Put another sticker on Tangra for free. Then attack with Tangra. Thing is great. I, I quite like the enchant. I, I quite like the enchantress. Uh, the, the enchantress engine in the deck. Certainly, due to the problem of trying to be in budget, one and second is because we have to fit our deck with a lot of random auras. We don't have much tutor to tutor out the enchantress, so it kind of feels bad, man. Just so sad. But the the few times I go fish with the deck, it's actually quite okay. The enchantress uh engine I feel is quite sturdy. It I mean obviously lose out to a bot white but I mean if you're gonna bot white you lo- losing your enchantress will be the least of your problem your commander's is gonna go with it. Okay next we have is the removal. So in the room re- we have 10 removal, a break, yeah. Arnie Slays the Troll, Beast within, Catush of Strength, Chandra's Ignition. Chaos Warp, Ken Roof's Transformation, Crousant Grip, Return to Nature, and last one, Wallbriar Blessing. So when we say removal we don't just mean creature removal we mean uh, Artifact and Enchantment Remover as well,
1: which mm. please
0: listener, pack Enchantment Artifact Remover. It will save your backside. And if yeah, let's say and even on 3 mana right, if let's say your own your only draw ramp spell is, let's say Cultivate, using 2 mana on your Return to Nature to hit someone's Ram Enchantment or Artifact is better than nothing. Honestly, I have done that multiple times and I think that's good enough. If you cannot catch up with the other two people at least make one person as slow as you. <laughs> leveling uh, out
1: the playing field, basically. Exactly. Oh, no, that's and... not leveling out the playing field. Just dragging someone down.
0: Oh, <laughs> and you <laughs> know don't that person, and you know that person. It will be you, If I see you have like any enchantment that wraps, I'm just gonna hit it just to fuck you over. <laughs> uh, the, the two the two removers that don't need to say is Beast Within Chaos Swap. It's just generic remover in the colors didn't great. It hits everything. Tail swap is great. It hits everything. There's not much to talk about. Uh, the child to Jordan. The choice I did not know. Also for this card, Anis slays the troll. So Annie slays the troll is an enchantment saga for green mana, red green. So the first saga is target creature you control fights up to one target creature you don't control. Second is add uh red put two plus one plus one counter up, up eh, on. Up to one target creature you control, and the third one is the one that doesn't really matter: is you gain life equals to the greatest power among creatures you control. This yeah, card
2: is just a bonus, huh?
0: Yeah, it's a bonus, but I feel the yeah. card is quite good because it pulls double duty: it gets our tangraft to seven, and it removes a creature. I'll at a sorcery speed, but it is an uh, enchantment, so if you have your enchantress out, it draws you a card. So if that's the case, two mana to draw a card, remove a creature, and get tangraft to seven. To seven, I think it's quite a good card in this deck. And I still the, uh,
1: think hmm? the Arnie says the troll is relevant, uh, the third part of the saga, because uh, there's a very good chance that people see you as a threat. They oh yeah, be- and
0: the, yes, it's very true, because uh, this deck is actually very creature-like. In total, uh, the number of creatures we have in this deck is not a lot. It's actually quite low. The, we only have 12 creatures in this deck. So it's what we say is very true. that. Gaining that 7, 10 life, 11 life, whatever it may be, is actually quite relevant. It can s- gives you the one more turn you need to, to hit someone to death. The other re- the other enchantment remover, the fight remover, so-called we have, is cartouche of Strength and Wallbriar Blessing. So essentially, it's just an enchantment ETB. Uh, For Wallbriar uh, uh, Blessing, is whenever Wallbriar Blessing enters the battlefield, enchanted creature fights up to one target creature you don't control. graph is a 5-5. He, he tends to kill a lot of things. Yes. And Katush of Strength is the same. When Katush of Strength enters the battlefield, you may have Enchanted Creature, Fight Snugget Creature, and Opponents Control. So, it's a Katush of Strength is only a plus one, plus one. And for Warbriar Blessing, is plus zero, plus two. Not, say, very relevant in terms of power and toughness, because War Briar Blessing don't even give you power, and Katush turns you to six. But because it's an Enchantment Remover, there is some synergy one with the Enchantress and with some of the Voltron card uh which we'll get to later, one of them being Ancestral Mask. The Kendrick's Transformation, I feel Kendri's Transformation is very good. It's a quite an underrated card. Do you actually play Kendrick's Transformation in your smitch? Uh,
1: I don't, but mostly because it feels like it's half of a removal to me. Because mm. um, most of my decks, if I transform something, you're just going to use it to block. I'd rather turn it into a forest.
0: Uh, well, that one is slightly over budget now. Just by a few cents, sadly. But I think Kevin's Reformation in this deck is fine. Because if they have one creature, Tunggraf is unblockable. You just put it on the creature. It doesn't really matter. Just swing in. It does not make a big difference. Uh, and the last one, uh, your favorite remover of all time, Chan- uh, Chandras Ignition.
1: Yeah, that's the <laughs> remover I like.
0: <laughs> so Chandras Ignition is basically a 5 mana uh, five mana sorcery, 2 red and 3 colorless. Target creature you control deals damage equal to each uh, power to each other creature and each opponent. We do have technically a combo, air quotes, for the deck that uses Chandra Extinction. It's Mitch's favorite way to kill the kill the table.
2: Hey, it's pretty good with uh, grafter Exoskeleton, by the way. Whoa.
0: Spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> we'll get to <laughs> that next. And and Grip, without, no need to say. Return to Nature, and just Artifact Enchantment Remover. A break pulls Double Duty, removing uh, some annoying creatures, and also can hit Artifact. So... Overall, I, I quite like our remover suite. 10, I think is a good number. Usually, I will go slightly more. But with our slots being so tight because we have to put in an aura, I think 10 is a okay number. Okay, following that, we have the Voltron cards, which is the cards, the stickers, or the equipment that we want to put on Thanggraph. So like what I said previously, what we do is we actually focus on the word manners or... or like, that is the so-called evasion we want to give it. Obviously, there are some that gives it trample. It's not as good as manners, but we take what we can. So, first we have Ancestral Mask, uh, Cheaterness Cloak, Colossification, Amber Cleave, Frenzied Rage, Giant Spectacle, Grafter Exoskeleton, Indomitable Might, Madcap Skills, Ranker, Runes of the Deuce, Sea Raid, Tunggraf's Rage, Timur, Timur Rune Mark, and... The, what is this, Tilo, Tilo Nali's crown kind of mine, can't fucking me. I, I want to stop talking, Classification. <laughs> what do you think, Mitch? 7 mana, 5 colorless, 2 green, Enchanted Creature. When Colossification under the battlefield, tap Enchanted Creature, Enchanted get plus 20, plus 20, baby, instant death. I mean, it's cute, I guess. Isn't this the, what our group likes to say, Tietau Saren? So we put, we tap the tongue graph, so we just go to the second player. Hey, my Tangraph can one shot the guy. All you have to do is just swing in one creature and the guy dies.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's definitely I, cute, so it's gonna kill a player. You can, what, turn turn 5, turn 6, cast Ram after you cast your Tangraph, tongue, your tongue then that next turn, classification.
0: You can foresee you kill someone with turn 5, turn 6, yeah, with classification. If you have the, I mean, assuming you get good Ram. I think it's okay. Obviously, again, you have to go to the next guy. Eh, hey, Xiao let's kill this guy. I will say first, I'm I'm the type of person that I would definitely take take your deal just to kill someone off, <laughs> just to piss that person off. Uh, with that said, the one that we have is the banners. Cards are the one that gives it unblockable. Are Cheaterness Cloak, uh, what is it? Frenzy Rage, Giant Spectacle, and Cap Skills. Now, these are all essentially give Tangraph plus two plus zero. Uh, Immakip skill is plus three plus zero and minus, which gives tangraf unblockable. Uh, Chitano's Cloak being uh, equipment, so if Tangraf let's say do die and you lose all your aura, we can still cast Tungraph, equip back the cloak on Tangraf and it seven and he still can hit for seven unblockable. Yes,
2: it's still a threater basically because it's still seven.
0: And most of that actually only cost two mana. I believe all costs two mana except for the cloak being three mana and three to equip. But that is one for one rate. Tangrowth's rage. If enchanted, uh, if creature is attacking, it get plus three plus zero. Otherwise, it get minus two minus one. This card wow. is terrible, but we have to put it in the deck.
1: Flavor because
0: of flavor, we can't have Tangrowth without his rage.
1: <sighs> so many better cards we could have put into this deck. We had to put in Tangrowth rage just because of the memes. Hey,
2: that's the fun.
0: I tell you, if someone would, if I took eleven damage, okay. For some reason for Tangraph. And their Tangraph is at 8. And they put Tangraph's rage to deal the twin the final blow. I will take the blow. Because the guy has memes. His Tangraff got angry and then he beat me. I die. And the rest I think is just quite st- Oh, one more thing, I believe. Uh I think oh no. Sorry. And the rest is just quite standard. Uh Tiloni's crown is plus three plus zero. Trample. Timus rumor is giving it trample as well, which is technically. What is it called? Evasion in the sense because if they block... If, let's say, you don't have mana, they only can block with one creature. So, if your, if their creature is not a big creature, they can kill our tangraph. It's a 1-1-2-2, which a lot of people like to run your utility. Wood Elves, haven Elf, all this. They block... Blocking tangraph. they're still gonna hit true for 6. And, of course, 1 is our Grafter Exoskeleton. So, Grafter Exoskeleton, if you can get tangraph to 10, and you Chandra's Ignition, what, essentially, you'll do is, you'll do 10, infect damage to everyone. It's been the game. It is technically a... Uh, how many mana is it? How much is it to cast a skeleton? Two, It's 4 and 2 to equip. So that's 6, 11 mana combo. And that requires your Tangraph to be minimum at 8 to kill someone. But it kills the, very... the whole table. But it kills the whole table. So I yeah. guess it's fine. I I know Mish really like it.
1: To be fair, the decks that run this kind of combo uh, can afford the mana cost. Because I just sit there and ramp for about 10 turns. <laughs>
0: I think it's fine. The I think it's fine for the deck. It's within the budget. It's within the budget. And having a combo win, I quite like it. Like it's just uh inevitability. Sometimes the game just drags very long. Or you are playing with people that you know clog up the board or they like so-called prevent you from attacking people like to play ghostly prison kind of ability. Having an option to just indirectly killing them, I think is very good. And the last card to talk about is Ambercliff. So I was the guy that was like, I don't think we should put Cliff in because it's six mana and technically you're only attacking with one pe- one creature. What say you, wish to my comment?
1: So you're saying you wouldn't want to pay five mana for one one double strike trample,
0: flash. Five mana is quite so expensive, but the BT is good.
1: Double strike
2: trample, but it's a keyword suit though.
0: Yeah, it's so. a double strike. The double strike is very good. It can turn your tongue graph into a one hitter. <laughs>
1: at instant speed.
0: Fine, fine. <laughs> we put that the deck in. It is a good card, okay? I was I was an idiot for forgetting about it. But I, it is a good card.
1: Both my... uh, Both my red-green decks run Embercleave. And I was never going to cost less than five. It's going to be one creature attacking, stick it, one double-strike trample. I guess you're dead, boy.
0: Okay, I got all these blockers, but none of them is enough to save me. The... I mean, double strike, I feel, is one of those very important keywords for Voltron. There was not much option we have, or maybe we just didn't think of it. But the other one was rune, Runes of the Deuce, which is an uh, old enchantment from Eventide? I think it's... Shadow Oh, Maul. no, Shadow Maul, sorry. So it's a 5 mana enchantment, 4 generic and red-green hybrid. Enchanted creature, uh, as long as enchanted creature is straight, it gets plus 1, plus 1 and has double strike. As long as ancient creature is quick, it gets plus one, plus one and has trample. So essentially putting on Tangraph is plus two plus two trample double strike, which you know yes. it's just more damage. Killing the people off.
1: I can't believe you argued with me on the Embercliff, but then later on you said, let's put in runes of the deuce. It's basically so, the same thing. Except I plus have... one plus one. Yeah.
0: I have every single copy of you know this is an enchantment cycle from Even Type. So I have all the cycle in foil because I really like this cycle. <laughs> so I'm uh, just very biased, okay. Uh my decision was clouded as they say. <laughs> I want to see the cards I like inside the deck. <laughs> if I cannot build the deck the way I really want it. You
1: mean just first chuff in four swords.
0: <laughs> we'll get to that, we'll get to that. And the next one we have is uh protection. So in Voltron uh, Actually, not in just in Ultra. I feel like in any decks you play, you need to have protection, especially if you're a deck that relies to go onto the board. So, but the problem, again, with like what the big problem is, because we don't have a lot of deck slots in the deck, Uh, we have four protection cards only, one being Canopy Cover, Uh, what, uh Guardian Augmenter, heroic Intervention, and Vice of Vast Food. Canopy Cover, I think, is... It's okay, because canopy cover is enchanted creature can't be blocked except by creature with flying or reach. Enchanted creature can't be target or spell or or abilities your opponent control. So essentially, giving it hexproof and flying. Which, not say really evasion. But your opponent needs uh, essentially a flying or reach creature to block time graph. And they they need one of it. So I think which is good enough. And hexproof, we all know how broken hexproof is. Same goes for guardian augmenter. Flash commander get plus two plus two, reaching the magical number of seven, and it gains hexproof. So you can use this when opener in response when to kill tongue graph. Heroic intervention is don't even need to say. If you're running green, yeah. your deck that goes on board, you only heroic intervention. It gives your bot indestructible and hexproof. So even if they want to directly single target your enchantment, you can just heroic intervention. Or if they want to destroy all enchantment, heroic intervention covers everything. And lastly, Vines of Vastwood, which is. Uh one mana with kicker one uh one green kicker one green target creature can't be the target of spells or abilities your opponent control distance advance of vast was kicked that creature get a plus four and un- plus four until end of turn. So we're there mostly for the giving it hexproof for distant. So if opponent want to target target you just But the plus four plus four I feel is quite relevant especially yeah. if you you know have grafted as so skeleton Just yes. events of vast food and one person is dead. just like old uh old school in fact in modern
2: in fact, it's so good.
1: I think it's important to say at this point uh, why we didn't put cards in like Blossoming Defense. Because mm. uh, Blossoming Defense and cards similar to it, I think... Ah, uh, uh, shit, I can't remember the card. find um, Snake something, the one that's in standard right now. But yeah, uh, cards like that have a very specific wording to it. Target creature you control. So you don't have a way if someone else has the Tangra to defend it. So finds of Vasswood can do it and even protects it from uh, the opponent who is controlling it at that time. Uh, same for Canopy Cover.
0: And you know what? This is why we have you here because I did not think that far. <laughs> I didn't even know you can use Blossom in defense that way. In my we're mind, just, it's we just oom- there plus 4 plus 4. W- I was at plus 4 plus 4. Oonga Boonga, big numbers. <laughs>
1: <Oof>. <laughs> These cards are slightly different from x Just Just slightly... You slightly know
0: different in another way. I agree. I don't want to look into it, but I agree. You are right. I am not a judge. You are one. You are right. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one we have are the what we have the miscellaneous cards. So these are the cards that just it helps the deck strategy. So what I put in here are like our secondary options to close the game and some hit pieces or some recursion. So for our miscellaneous piece, we have creeping Renaissance, Eternal Witness, caddies. Amberclaw Familia, Makers of the Moon, Morok Fury of Akum, Timeless Witness, Valduk Keeper of the Flame. I mean, Iwi and Timeless Witness. I don't think we need to talk about it, right? It's just yeah, uh, it's
2: just basic. Basic green stuff.
0: Green good stuff. Recur your stuff. Makers of the Moon. I feel that you should. Okay, if I feel, uh, this is a lot of people don't like to run stacks, piece. I feel that you should always run stacks. What's your opinion on this? I feel like if your deck is capable to run certain stacks, you should be running certain stacks.
1: I think it depends on the deck. Uh, like, this particular deck can run because it's running a total of uh, 21 basics and it can use the raid uh, quite easily. You, you start, you lose a few small lands here and there, but the upside is that you tend to you can outright just kill some people off. The the number of times I have seen, uh, Jonathan just stare at me and be bored. After I cast, <laughs> Black Moon,
2: feels bad.
0: Rich man problem. Look at all these non basics that I own. Ah, <laughs> uh,
2: was well, just very stressed. There's so much stress. Of the moon.
0: <laughs> Obviously, the choice here is fingers of the moon. Uh, Blood Moon is slightly off-budget by just a little bit, but I feel Blood Moon would be better because one is an enchantment, it will mm. trigger our Enchantress and it synergizes with Ancestral Oh, we forget to go through Ancestral Mask. So what Ancestral, Ancestral Mask is, is uh, two colorless, one green, Enchanted Creature get plus two, plus two for each other enchantment in play. So by having all these random-ass enchantment like Utopia's Sprawl, and whatnot, it adds to the extra damage to Ancestral Mask. It alone, I feel, is like the biggest power boost. You can give to Tancraft. It alone can give Tancraft 21 damage to kill someone off.
2: Yes. Punish the fish player.
0: <laughs> and the next card we have uh Jonathan's suggestion. amber Claw Familiar. So Caddy's Amberclaw Familiar is two uh two mana, one colorless, one red. Legendary creature, elemental lizard. When a commander in control deals combat uh damage to an opponent, it deals that much damage to each opponent. And it has partner. So the partner doesn't, it's not relevant, it just turns your your big fat cow into splash damage
2: yes, it's basically a cheaper what do you call it it's just chandra's injection without the bot wipe but but it's pretty helpful with uh infect as well Cause, yeah, the you know, the,
0: da- the damage is yeah. done by actually, I have a ruling question the damage is for caddies is it done it's done by the it's done by the cow right by the commander yes, but it's not commander damage but yes. if it's infect, they will still die right like what said? Yeah. trans that's it. Oh, General Signition is like a good, good, card, for, very but good it, card, but technically he say you hit player 4, the everyone take damage, and then you go to player 2A. You're going to take a lot of that. You're going to take extra damage, but you can hit the the third player for even more damage. Want to do it? Want to do it? <laughs> situation. And the other one for Recursion I would like to talk about is Creeping Renaissance. I know which you quite not like this card. I personally, I'm not a very big fan of it. But with the budgetary restriction, I think it's quite good. So, Creepy Renaissance is 3 colorless, double green, sorcery. Choose a permanent type, return all cards of the chosen type from your graveyard to your hand, and it has flashback for double green and 5 colorless. So, with the big weakness with what me say is, because the problem we are using stickers, when your commander dies, all your stickers goes with it. And if you do it a second time, let's say your commander die again, all the stickers go, Creepy Renaissance allows you to just say Enchantment, and you get back all your stickers. And, then and you
2: get can a drawing off the Enchantress as well. Yeah and,
0: you, yeah, and you can play off. Uh, you can play on your cow. I mean, it's okay. I mean, we're not in white. In white, you have better option like replenish. Uh, I can't think of anything. I, I, I only replenish. But yeah, so this is you get what you can. And I think this is quite good. The last one is our so-called backup plan. So... Our first backup plan is Valduk Keeper of the Flame which is a two colorless one green. At the beginning of at the beginning of combat on your turn for each aura and equipment attached to Valduk Keeper of the Flame create a 3-1 three, a three red elemental creature token with trample and haste. Exile those tokens at the end uh, at the beginning of the next end step. Sorry. So if let's say your land graph costs like 20 million mana, you just put Valduk take all your stickers on Valduk and just get a bunch of three one and go from there. So it's basically your backup plan. Which I feel the biggest problem in Voltron is the lack of backup plan. Like if they really cut your big your commander win, it's just it feels very bad. And creeping Renaissance, you get back all your enchantment, you play the Valduk. Because how cheap the enchantment in the decks are in terms of mana cost. You can I can see that you may be able to put like three to four enchantment on Valduk at on the same turn, which allows you to get a bunch of three ones. Any comment?
1: What do you think of Valduk? Uh, personally, I don't really like Valduk. <laughs> I don't like uh I don't like hedging my bets because you're gonna draw the Valduk and you're gonna be like, but my game, main game plan is working. Why do I need this card? Could be literally anything else. it would be better. Oh.
2: But, but the thing is, Valduk, you don't you don't have to attack with Valduk uh, to trigger well, his ability.
1: What I mean is, let let's say you had another sticker, you could if your original game plan is working, you just stick it on Tangra and your game plan is furthered. If you cast the Valduk when you don't need a backup, um, what yeah, you it
2: just feels better, basically, for on your end.
1: Yeah, and by right, your game plan should be working most of the time. So this is a, one of those 70-30 things where 30% of the time it works great and 70% of the time you're staring at the card uh, wishing it was
0: anything else. Mm. It's one of those cards I feel like I, I don't really want to put Valduk in the deck as well, but it's just I think it's more of no choice. Like obviously we uh after this we have our what cards we recommend to put in the deck. Uh Valduk uh, is one of those cards that you will take out to put these other cards. So Definitely. Yeah, but Valduk as as it is, again, the thirty seventy percent of the time you never want you never want to be in the 30% to cast Valduk. You want to always be in the 70% where your thing is working and Valduk does absolutely nothing. But sometimes shit hits the fan, you need the Valduk. That's my opinion. Like just need some backup. And the last one is Morok Fury of Akob. So it's 6 mana, 4 colours, double red. A generic creature, Minotaur Warrior. Each creature you control get plus 1, plus 0 for each time it has attack distance. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, if it's your main phase, there's an additional combat phase. After this phase, at the beginning of the combat, untap all creature you control. You know, I-, I fucking love this guy. Any red deck I play, if it's a combat phase deck, I just shove this in the deck. Are you running this in your both your grow deck, Mitch? Yeah, it's great. It's so good.
1: Look, it says ramp is better after I cast this card. Why would I not be wanting to run this card?
0: So good. It it, it turns your it is one of those cards that allows your uh tongue, our tongue graph to be like I cast more rock, hit you for eleven, play a land and hit you again for eleven. It will be it will become like the one two punch. It allows you to do the one turn kill. I think it's okay, and it turns all your like cultivate. Uh, what is it called? Nature's law into extra combat, which I think is very relevant in this deck. Not much else to say for the miscellaneous. Uh, mm. Everything else is just the lands. The lands are just standard. We kept the lands quite cheap. Nothing special for the lands. We run a few MDFCs, which you know I count them as lands, even though they are technically spelled like Balagate Recovery, uh, Shatter and Shatter Skull Smashing nothing special Kassig Wolf Run if you're running Gruel, run Kassig Wolf Run you can Mish can attest to that just run this stupid land this land has cost me no ends of it <laughs> yes, it cost me many games just because it's on his side of the battlefield I fucking hate it
1: yeah uh, number of times you just stare at the Kessig and just uh, stop pointing to me as the threat that's
0: so funny what uh, the fuck is a land it's so fucking hard to remove I hate it it's like I can do a lot of things I just cannot remove the Kassig and I'm just so screwed I'm going to kill the Hydra, but he's just going to cast the next Hydra, and then pump it, and I'm still going to die. Life is just going to suck. And I have accepted that.
1: To be most of the time, I use Kansig for zero.
0: You're just there for the Trample. Fucking hate it. I hate this card. I hate it because it kills me so often. <laughs> and the last card I want to mention for lands is War Room. Uh, War Room is the new card that is from the Commander Legends. I feel if your deck is two color or one color, you should actually just run War room. Essentially three mana, pay life equal to the number of colours, uh in your commander's colour identity, draw a card. So two mana for one life or two life, I think it's worth it. Anything above three, I think is not worth it. Three mana, draw one, it's kinda it's kinda poopy, yeah. Huh?
1: Well, you see a morphon deck, run war room. Wow. But it's moral Phone, though. Hey,
0: not get
2: wrecked. Why would why you even play it though?
0: Hey, because I want to pay five mana uh five life to draw one card.
2: Wow, the value. Insane. Crazy. Five five life for one card. That's like... <laughs> why, not, why not just draw... Pay eight and draw three? Oh. wow, The best but, value ever.
0: Is that we just do a summary. What do you think of the deck? Your, I mean, it's technically our first deck we built together. Our so-called first baby. What do you think of it? Mitch? I like it. Oh, I hate, it. I
2: hate it. Why?
0: <laughs> I don't like the craft. Wow. You, don't like, so you don't like what? Sorry, I couldn't catch that. Tan,
1: <laughs> I see.
0: Yeah, of course, Jonathan. Like, Tang Tung, Graf is one of those commanders that Jonathan like. Sort of
2: you, do care. you smell that? What, well, the smell of Deng? Wow.
0: <laughs> I agree. I don't like Tan Okay. In my opinion, if you're a listener, if you, you're a new player, you came for the deck, and you want to build a Voltron Commander, you can use, and you want to copy the list, I mean it's not going to be it's not that expensive $138 $135 sorry you get staples for enchantress in the deck list also you get some good uh staple ramp obviously you're buying a lot of useless card like madcap skills all this but overall I think the deck will do well it's not going to win like those high end competitive table not even see if like your group is playing like a power 9 power 8 kind of deck it's not going to survive there but if your group is playing a from power 7, power 6, and I believe you can even still game with power 8 if you can do some diplomatic nonsense behind the back, Like, eight. I think this guy, ah, uh, And just, sun. you know? <laughs> the things I like to do, basically.
1: I mean, to be fair, a lot of the useless cards, if you're buying it at a shop, you can just be like, my cap skills. I'm buying all these cards, just to include the cap for free, ah.
0: Uh. Exactly. I, I'm buying, like, rich card's expertise, you know, the Enchantress, Eidolon, Bro, I'm playing Tangraf. Can PT me you not. Know? just give me the deck for oh,
2: free? <laughs> I'm buying. I'm buying rares, please. Shop price.
0: Okay, look. Okay, don't we? We are just negative. We are three of us are just negative because we are just negative people. In China. Don't let it let us dissuade you from being the deck. I personally like the deck. I have go fish the deck a few times. I think the deck is fun. It's good enough. It is a good starting point for anyone who wants to, uh, start EGH and your choice is Voltron. I know. There are some people who like this type of ability for graph. uh, Like, you know, kind of a bit of politics kind of situation. Force combat. So you can use this as a base and you can upgrade your deck from there. So speaking of upgrade, we do have a few recommendations. So if you go to the recommendation, uh, considering tech, So we have 20 recommended cards. Now, these are the cards that we personally recommend. Now, the cards we recommend here... I'm going to be very real, are not cheap. Okay, most of them is 2-digit and high 2-digit. So, with that said, we'll start off with the... We'll go down the list one by one. Uh, for me, I recommended uh, Aggravator Assault because even as a combo deck, I would like to have a guaranteed win kind of situation. So, in a sense, combo. So, Aggravator Assault and bare Umbra are one of my recommendations. Essentially, what you're going to do is you attack with bare Umbra, untap all your land, and then you pay 5 aggravated assault, you attack, rinse and repeat in the loop of infinite combats. So this is going to be one of those times where you're like, you know, I need to close the game. Somehow I need to close the game. Uh, all my stickers are down. I left a very little. This will help you close the game. The next card I recommend is $42 on TCG player. It's wow. good Agoth- Enchantress. It's just another card I feel. It will smooth the deck out. Uh I will cut things. I will cut personally so majesty for it. It's a 2 mana uh 2 mana enchantress. You can curve so uh Agotian with your other enchantress very easily and draw multiple cards casting your enchantment. The other one I recommend is burgeoning and exploration because what you want is to get tongue as early as possible. So burgeoning allows you to get a turn two tongue graph. So does exploration, assuming your hand is good. Obviously, it's gonna be a 50-50 your hand has to have enough enchantment... or uh, enough land, sorry, for you to get a turn two or turn one tongue graph with, ex- with burgeoning. I mean,
1: but, you can try and live the dream. Uh, <laughs> Forest, forest exploration, uh, soaring, cast rooks, gloves, I guess.
0: If you go burgeoning, you can land burgeoning, then, assuming you have more lands, every turn you just drop one and turn two turn graph. Wow. Hey, I, I mean, for Voltron, speed is essential. Voltron is one of those that I feel like the longer the game goes, it just you lose gas. But, I'm just gonna skip the rest of the list for a bit and <laughs> we're on the topic of casting Tangraph early. So the cut. all three of us recommend. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Boring.
0: It's not exactly a very exciting cut. A $74 on TCG player. Jewel Lotus. A zero mana artifact. Sacrifice Jeweled Lotus. Add three mana of any one color. Spend this mana only to cast your commander. So this is the turn one Tangraph that we won. I yes. don't. I, I don't know what to say. Mitch, you have anything to say to about Jewel Lotus?
1: I mean, there's not much to say. You need to cast it. It's a not very powerful strategy. The faster you can get something out, is the better. better. Yes.
0: And Jewel Lotus is just the best way of it, the best way to just get the turn one Tangra. Play a forest Jewel Lotus Tangra. Play a mountain Jewel Lotus tangraf. As long as you have Jewel Lotus and a non tap colored land. You have turn 1 tongue graph. Not much to talk about. Well, you can uh,
1: imagine you kept Balagat Recovery and a uh, Jewel Lotus.
0: <laughs> then, I mean, at least it's the turn 2 tongue graph, I guess. Better than turn 3. Uh, next, the card that Jonathan recommend, Gamble. Jonathan, yes. why did you recommend Gamble? I cannot guess. Wow, Tutor. Tutors are always good. <laughs>
2: I love my Tutors. If you can just play Tutors, just play Tutors.
0: Oh, so exciting, isn't it? Recommending,
2: wow, so boring. Jesus.
0: <laughs> recommending uh, more cards to streamline the deck.
2: Hey, on the topic of being boring, why not Silver Library as well? Wow.
0: Yes, I agree. Draw
2: more.
0: Just more draw is an enchantment that triggers your enchantress.
2: See, this is strictly better than um, War Room.
0: War Room is it's a land. You're, you're, you're keeping War Room. But see what? If you're in green. Run silver library. All my green deck has silver library. All the deck that splash green has silver library. I wish exactly. my deck that has no green can run silver library.
2: <laughs> well, as at uh, at deck. Probably. I mean, that's
0: that's a different oh. story
1: altogether. Ouch! Would you okay. still run silver library in at North deck?
0: I actually think so. Yeah.
2: But uh, yeah, probably as well. Uh, but I won't. I won't be doing the. I won't be doing the draw though. <laughs> the, no, that
0: no, that much. list. That there was that list. The the one from. Uh, Play to win. It was the... the What is it called? Kadena, is it? Kadena and... I can't remember. So basically, it's just the partners that has no white. So it's essentially just... Uh, or oh, sends white. Yeah, it just sends white. It's just a Grixis commander to splash green just so you can play silver library. <laughs> <laughs> it is green just for silver. It attests to how powerful the card is. Yes, like, you really splash green just to play the silver library. The card is insane. 8 mana, draw 3... I will take it almost any day. And the other card, surprise, surprise, that I recommend it's a two card, which is Godo Helm. Not exactly the most exciting card, but Godo Helm closes the game. And I would recommend Godo Helm more than the Aggravator Assault and Bad Umbra combo because Godo Helm does not one require. Huh?
1: It's a one card combo.
0: It's a one card combo. And what's the number there? Hey, Godo player, what's the number that you need to count in the game? Yes. Can you count till 11? Oh, I can. I win the game. So, Mitch, can you explain the Godo combo to the players?
1: So, you cast Godo. Godo hits the battlefield. You search your library for equipment. You search for Helm of the Host. Uh, Helm of the Host hits the battlefield. You equip Helm of the Host to Godo. Uh, you create a copy of Godo. Then, both Godos attack. Well, one Godo attacks at least. Uh, you untap. You start another combat. You create another Godo. So you just continue repeating this until there are three dead players.
0: Um, I can count to eleven the dot deck. It's a good. It's oh. a uh, at best, Godo alone in your deck. If you change it to a equipment base deck, it will tutor for equipment. Even in this case, it can still tutor for your two card draw engine. It can tutor for uh Chitinous Cloak or your uh Garst Exoskeleton. So I don't see anything wrong repeating the Kondo uh, the godot itself is only $2 the problem is helm of the host is $14 but at the you know the bottom of helm of the host you get 2 Just so keep throwing tangraph at people like, you take 2 tangraph, and I'm like you pass the 2 tangraph. nah you have 2 tangraph, go hit someone else so
2: eh. eh the fun the fun never stops
0: <laughs> okay Jordan your next card Jessica's wheel
2: yes so good
0: hard draw and fast mana yes Oh, yeah, boring to,
2: people. There's nothing much to say. Oh, yeah, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, Mitch, yeah. I, have, I, have one, I have one card right there that it will shock you.
0: Yes, the not boring card. So the let me read card. Let me read, okay? This was added last minute, just like a few minutes before you came in, to prove you are more exciting, okay?
1: Yeah.
0: Not of this world. Seven colorless. Tribal instant Eldrazi. Counter target spell or ability that targets a permanent you control. Not of this world cost seven less to cast if target. If it targets a spell or bleed, that targets a creature you control power 7 or greater. Which, what, you want your tongue graph to be, eh? Eh? See? are we interesting? Wow. Huh? We put a uh, counter spell... I bet Green. Mitch
2: has, not, has never heard of this card before.
0: No, We're... I
1: used to run this in uh, the Hydro Deck. Oh.
2: Damn.
0: Shit, doesn't matter. are we interesting? See? We we put put counter wow. spell in red-green. Does that not make us exciting people?
2: Well, no? to be fair, if we are running a budgetless uh, deck list, I'll run... Uh, Pyroblast and Red Elemental Blast as well.
0: Oh, Deflecting sword, please. Thanks. Don't, don't <laughs> waste my time with this. That too, Defle- that too, that too. <laughs> deflecting sword is a real card. Oh, you want to remove creature? Nah, 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 remove your creature. <laughs> don't. And the last one. Okay, the last one is the one that uh, Mitch, re- Mitch recommend. Basically, it's a cycle of the the, cycle of the Sword of X. Okay, but the, the one that we really want to run is Sword of Fire and Ice. So, but before we get into the details, I want to put a important note is that if you are going for the more expensive route let's say you are a billionaire, you want to run sort the swords in your deck, you cannot it has you have to change the whole deck altogether because how the swords work, sword of whatever, sword of face and I mean fire and ice they gives your creature protection from the color. So in the case of Sword of Fire and Ice, it's protection from red and blue. So if you your red enchantment essentially are just no longer useless because how Tangraph has protection from red, you can't put your stickers, your red stickers on Tangraph anymore. So, if what you're deciding is to go on the, the sword path, you're gonna have to rework your whole deck and use the swords instead of the enchantment. So, it means the enchantress shell, everything goes off and you find other cuts. So, it will be like Goblin Engineer where you can tutor for artifact. So, which you take it away, sort of whatever, choose the sword that you want to talk about.
1: Uh, I think almost all the swords are just. The same, more or less.
0: No, you won't run body of mind. Body and mind sucks.
1: What I mean is the good swords are uh, more or <laughs> less the same. It just Fair the you. plus two, plus two power. The protection, it's just real good. Like fire and ice, draw a card, maybe destroy a, maybe kill off a small creature. Good, peace of famine. untap everything, take even more things onto um, fun graph. so I,
0: a- yeah, a- I can a- see
1: like a bunch of good um. Synergy with Morok or something like you just untap, then you start ramping yourself to hell. Just beat people until they die.
0: Peace and famine can combo, aggravated assault as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Uh, I mean, truth and justice. I see a little bit, but I don't think it's that great. Um, mm-hmm. Steel and Sinew also okay, but not that great. Whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. I quite like Steel and Sinew. Eh? You get to I, kill. I, I, uh. Wow. Well, yes. Chris Walker and Artifact. Eh? It it becomes a political thing where you attack someone, hit the Artifact Enchantment, you go to player 2, say, a, hey, the fourth player has Artifact Enchantment. You attack your creature, take my tongue him, beat him, you destroy his Artifact as well. I think it's quite, it's quite good. Eh? Artifact Enchantment removal, Placewalker, I mean, it's not relevant most of the time. But when it's relevant, killing Placewalker, I quite like. So I'm senior and still, I have been quite surprised by this card uh, in terms of how useful it is in most of my decks.
2: Oh, can we just talk about Truth and Justice, Proliferate. wow.
0: Poison? Oh, I'm sorry, Jota. If you want to poison someone, you're just giving them ten poison. You're not gonna give them one and slowly poorly for it. We're not that bad.
1: didn't You just want to? No. Yeah, I just kill them off. Why are you slowly getting poison <laughs> counters?
2: My enchantress will swing you with uh truth and justice. Wow.
0: Hey, pro white, pro blue. Eh. you can You cannot get single target toilet bowl. You can't get plowshare. Just get beat plow the, Just
2: beat the little sheets who are playing, um, Azorius, Azorius control.
0: But yeah, what me say, and it, it, I feel it also adds to the thing where you give, I mean, look, Tangraph is not exactly, a mean, uh, it's unique in the sense, okay, it's not, say, it's one of the best Voltron commander, but it's unique in the sense that you can give Tangraph, the, our opponent Tangraph to attack with it. So if the opponent is, like, charitable and is giving and wants to give you the card draw, so of Fire and Eye, slot and Shadow, or whatever it is, the ability is recoverable when Tangraph deal the damage, so I think it's it's just a shoe in for Tangraph. Oh, and how can we forget the very last the very last uh sort of sort of the enemies attack final land. Yeah, my favorite. book us cut draw. Yes, we I mean, lesser lesser lands in your deck equals to more more guess you can draw, isn't it? Yep. with with that said, uh, it's uh our show is already quite long for today. Let's stop any closing statement you want to say about Voltron as a strategy. Your personal opinion. I believe everyone here has a has a Voltron deck at one point. Jonathan had uh, Zergo, you still had Raha and I do adore my uh...
2: I love my favourite Drana.
0: Oh yes. Your shitty Drana Voltron shirt.
2: Whoa, 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 What do you mean shitty?
0: Okay, go with no, 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 never mind. Let's not we can <laughs> go on the debate on, on your drama for very long, but which closing statement for you on Voltron. What do you think? Your final thoughts of the, on the...
1: If you're gonna play Voltron, play Rafik.
2: Wow, short and, sh- short and sweet.
0: It, it's so boring.
1: You know you don't even enjoy my Radha sometimes just because... Ah, I killed two players. I can't kill the third one because I don't have time magic.
0: You can play Extra Combat, which we didn't play in this... Like, I don't know why we did not think of it. Extra combat is just so different from extra extra turn. The problem I have with extra combat is extra turns the worst is a ex- it's a untap, it's a draw, and it's a it's a ramp. Extra combat is the 70-30. 70% of the time is not okay, 730 is like 60-40. 40% of the time uh, it's gonna wow do amazing things. Extra combat, beep beep, beep the guy die. 16% of the time, you're going to see in your head you're going to fucking hate life because your tongue graph costs 10 mana. I hate it. What oh. about you, Jordan? Your final thoughts on uh, Voltron? I know Voltron is the thing that you build the list, and it's like the furthest thing away from the strategy you like to play.
2: Uh, I guess it's fine, but I, it really depends on your playgroup, I suppose. If your playgroup is more on the battlecruiser kind of uh strats, then yes, Voltron is a very fun archetype that you should delve into or give it a try at least but if you're in a playgroup where fun is secondary and torturing <laughs> other, making other people suffer then no please don't play Voltron Voltron absolutely sucks
1: I mean, maybe that's is. why I don't like Voltron so much <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey maybe you in the, deep inside you like getting tortured
2: it's like a common reoccurring thing theme, theme where we play Voltron or at least I tried to play Voltron and Pencil just holds his mother Drain and ignores every single spell, except when I cast my commander.
0: <laughs> yes! Fuck oh, you! Oh, it
2: sucks. Oh, it sucks so much.
0: Fuck you specifically you this turn.
2: Yes. Oh. oh, you are the fun bullies, I swear.
0: <laughs> For me, my final thoughts on Voltron is if your Voltron is not fast, I don't think Voltron you should even bother. Like, Rafic, the big part of Rafic is it's a one-card combo in a sense. I feel Rafic, yes, people say it's a Voltron commander, Let's be real, is a combo deck. It's a one-card combo that, yeah, it doesn't kill the whole table, but it's a one-card combo that kills one person. So if your deck is not fast or very resilient, I don't think... Voltron as a strategy nowadays is just really very lackluster, very lacking. Honestly, you have to be... You need speed. Voltron is a deck about speed. You need to kill the three people before they can set up, and you capitalize on your deck being very low to the ground, doesn't need much setup, you just kill a person. The problem is now with how cards are printed, like better, more efficient cards are being printed every single set, the setup time for players are just faster and faster and faster to the point, let me say, uh, you kill two people, the third person is just ready. Oh, you killed two people. Hey, thanks. Thanks for your help. Now I will just need to kill you.
2: So you're doing someone's dirty work, that's all.
0: Uh, They just hold the remover in their hand. You kill two people, they start removing your commander, just throw your cards in, and then that's it. You just can't win. So it just... It, likes, it just cannot close game, which is not something I enjoy. I like being able to win. If you are playing, I feel like you to a certain extent, you should be aiming to win. Voltron just doesn't give me that. Like Even now, I, as much as I love my Bruna, I don't think my Bruna can match up to the power level of our group anymore. It's just too slow. Bruna is 6 mana. Jesus.
2: With colours that don't ram. It, colors that don't at all. It,
0: it's fine now we have better artifact ram with jewel lotus i can put bruna on turn 3
2: wow the dream.
0: <laughs> but with that said okay uh, that will be the closing for our episode for the day i hope you guys enjoy listening uh this will be a running series doesn't mean it's gonna be the next series is gonna be the next archetype it's gonna be a series that continues come in and out of our episodes but i do hope you guys enjoy listening we'll definitely be back if you have any uh Thing you want to say or you want to view the deck everything is in the description below our deck list is there you can comment on the deck list Moxfield has the option to comment so you can comment there anything you want to say you know the deck sucks I suck Charlton suck Pitch suck whoever sucks you can put it there I'm not gonna stop you
2: well, producer um, son sucks
0: oh, wow, the guy hasn't oh, wow. even said anything and then we just shoot him <laughs> attacking a, a a helpless man fucked up but with that said guys thank you for listening to our podcast I hope you enjoy a good time. We enjoy ourselves. We, en- even though we didn't, en- we-, we don't enjoy this archetype. I enjoy shitting on it. <laughs> Same. <laughs> okay, that's it. You know what? But don't let that stop you. If you want, you like Voltron. You know, you do what. That's what you want to do. Go for it. Have a blast. Play whatever you want to play. And good night that's for not now. Is yes, wow. that's us not it's Good night. Good night. Bye bye.